Hello. Today is uh, May 12th, 2022. Uh, it's 11.47 p.m., so it's almost Friday the 13th, but I just want to... Well, you know, you know, there's a good chance I just say happy Friday the 13th later in the episode because it's maybe going to be longer than 15 minutes. Anywho, uh, I'm your host, Junie, today on the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast for ThetaGame.com. Uh, I have stock positions in AMD and PayPal. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I mean, this market has been tearing people apart. Uh, like, everybody that I've been talking to, like, in my, like, real-life interactions, I mean, assuming that this is not all just a simulation, but, um, yeah, you know, everyone that I meet that knows that I'm into stocks, like, the very first thing that they say, they say is something along the lines of, like, hey, how about that market, or, you know, have you, what are your thoughts about the market right now? And um, it's it's just becoming more and more apparent and more and more mainstream. You know, those that might have had more passive portfolios are now maybe getting a glimpse into like you know what exactly the market has been doing. So I think the the news is just starting to pick up in my at least in my day to day circle. Um, and I know that that sample size is really small because you know I don't have a whole lot of friends, but it is my own sample size. Right now, as I am speaking into the microphone, it is now 11.49 p.m. And uh, futures are, I mean, I might as well, we don't really care about them, but uh, let me see, click down here, datagang.com slash futures. Uh, Yeah, futures are up pretty big right now, but as we all know, um, you know, it seems like every time we've had really green futures, it ends up in being a sell-off, and sometimes the very occasional, very red futures end up being green days. So just be on high alert. Don't do anything uh, that you normally wouldn't do, but that's obviously easier said than done. Um, you know, there's people doing some really, really risky-looking trades. I mean, like really volunteering to catch the knife. A lot of people are opening uh, cash-secured puts these days. Um, thinking like, oh, we can't go down any lower. But from my experience, uh, the stock or you know the market can always go lower. I you know some of you might be saying, Junie, don't you think that the market always goes up? Or you know I could have sworn that you were always cautiously optimistic or um, optimistically bullish. You know why are you saying that the market can always go down? You sound so hypocritical. It's just making sure that you remember being like an optimist and not someone that just shills um, the bull market, but also understanding that uh, you know you don't have to be the hero. You don't have to sell the put at the very bottom because selling a put does lock you in uh, at that price. And if you know we continue having the drawdown that we've been having, you're not gonna have a fun time. You know, a lot of people on the internet advocate that selling cash secured puts is um very like risk free because you know they always say oh all that happens is you get assigned shares and you know you can always lower your break even with covered calls but how realistic is that advice when the stock drops so far that the covered calls uh no longer makes sense to sell you know like they they pay you so little that uh, it's just not worth even doing so stay vigilant and um yeah i mean just wait out the storm i'm personally just waiting for an uptrend to form, um, there's been a lot of dead cat bounces, a lot of head fake rallies, lots of big volume days, and then f- followed by a bigger volume red day. Like it's very, very tough. So 
what I'm looking for right now is like sequential green days that like break above like like really short term resistances and we're looking for you know just just some pattern to form upwards instead of always just trying to get the very first um, jump up. Like for example, like futures are up pretty big right now. Like the Nasdaq is up 1.3% at the time that I'm recording this at 11.52 p.m. Um, so, you know, a thing that I would not personally do is like wake up, futures are up 1.3%, the market gaps up. I'm not going to go all in and say like, okay, now it's go time. This is the time to go all in. That's absolutely not the thing to do this time. <laughs> um, at least in my eyes, this could definitely be the bottom. Um, and I could be wrong, but this is just the, the mode of thinking that I'm in. Real quickly, in one take, I'm going to go ahead and just look at all the earnings that have happened so far this week, and I'm just going to type it in and see like what's happened and give a quick summary. So first up uh, that I'm interested in is Upstart stock. Upstart looks like they definitely missed pretty big. Whoa! Oh my goodness, that's uh, that is crazy. Seventy-seven dollars to thirty-three. Holy moly! <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so that's Upstart. Upstart was not doing so well. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, AMC. Um, what is this? May twenty-first, but May 9th? Oh, that's twenty twenty-one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's still on the way down. AMC not doing so hot. Thought I was supposed to go to the moon though. Okay, Peloton stock. Peloton, what's up with you? Peloton also uh, gapped down. Okay, holy moly, let's look at Roblox. This is like a test for me to see if I know all the symbols. Um, whoa. Yeah, Roblox also pretty big miss. Okay, Jesus. Uh, SoFi. Um, yep, same thing, big drop. Though SoFi is almost uh, a penny stock. For those that don't know, a penny stock is classified as any stock that trades below $5. Um, so that's crazy. I already know Coinbase is really down. Actually, right now, crypto is actually really crazy. So I'm just gonna say that Coinbase is down. I'm not gonna even really mention anything else, but um, crypto-wise, Bitcoin, BTC price, isn't... Oh, Bitcoin is actually back above 30k now. It was below um, 30k for a little bit, I remember. Yeah, five days ago, or on last, uh, last Thursday, or yesterday, not last Thursday, just yesterday. Holy moly. Yeah, yesterday touched down at 26k. Dang, that is crazy. Year to date, down 36%. The high of this year is 47k. The one-year high, I think, is the all-time high. Yeah, and that's at 64k. Holy moly! Um, yeah, and Ethereum is also down as well. I'm pretty sure the Ethereum price is below 2k. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Ethereum right now is 19 $1900 basically right now. Um, so crypto is not doing too hot either. Uh, the market's not doing so hot, but of course you guys and girls don't need me to like remind you that's definitely just what's happening. I think Unity also got, uh, didn't have a good uh, earnings report. Unity stock. 
Unity stock. Yeah, May 9th. Well, to be... Oh, no, that's because it did trade on the 10th. Yeah, 10th, it went from 48 down to 30. Yeah, man. Any company that doesn't have a P&E ratio is omega scary to me. Um, it definitely makes me think twice about investing into like anything rem remotely even close to a super high P&E. For example, if I didn't have such a large position in PayPal, I still wouldn't even think about investing into Square. Square's P&E ratio or price earnings ratio is really high. And that's why it's actually getting hit harder than PayPal during these drawdowns. Um, just simply because it's it has a bigger valuation than PayPal. Um, not to say that's overvalued because of course you can think anything is fairly valued versus someone else that thinks it's overvalued, but it is valued higher. So um, there's that to think about. If you're looking at stocks to like buy the dip on, you know, stocks that don't have a P&E ratio right now have a lot to prove. And uh, it just seems like the market is more catered towards those that have a proven track, track record or have positive cash flow. Moving on, and just to finish, um, I'm gonna take a quick look at Figs stock. This is the like the medical scrubs brand. Oof, huge miss that they're down 26%, uh, almost 27% after hours. So that's a big oof. Um, Disney stock, did they also miss? Uh, May 9, 10, 11, May 11. Yeah, they miss, but not like huge. I I mean, I'd say that's still just like a regular earnings, but maybe the drawdown of just the regular market. It doesn't seem like a crazy amount that was dropped, to be honest. So Disney seems somewhat okay, just definitely affected by the overall market. Oh, I see Bumble there. What did, how did Bumble do? Bumble stock. Ooh, wow. Bumble stock is up 26% today on strong user growth. So there you go. If you are a single male, uh, there is strong user growth on Bumble. So you know, go, go ahead and make yourself an account right now. This is absolutely your sign. How funny would it be if like the podcast's first sponsor was Bumble? That would be, that would be hilarious actually. <laughs> I, you know what? Just, just for the fun of it, I'm gonna put on my to-do list uh, right here. I mean, it's gonna be real. Sponsorship request from Bumble. There you go. I mean, I think there's some. I think there's some. Um, there's some parallels to Bumble with Theta Gang because I like to keep this environment like sort of somewhat PG. You know, safe for everybody. Uh, I want to be uh, like inclusive and you know right now being like either a new trader or like a girl trader on any of these like super boomer platforms you get harassed like all the time so you know none of that on datagame.com so maybe Bumble makes sense maybe I can like make a deck for it or something and then send it over anyway um, I think that is it so good job Figs. Figs is like the only company on here that I looked at uh, that did really well. Oh, one more thing. I want to look at Rocket Mortgage. So RKT stock. Let's see. RKT stock. How are you guys doing? 
or how did you guys do? So you guys reported on the 10th, 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 the 10th. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that's a pretty substantial drop from 840 to down to 781. Yeah. But they do have a P&E ratio. It is 3.41. But man, I feel like they spent a lot of marketing and advertising. But that's just because I see all their ads and stuff. So that's just off the hip. I actually don't know if that's true. But um, yeah, buying a house right now, I thought there were a lot more homes coming on the market. Um, and the cheaper ones are still getting bought up pretty quickly. Um, however, uh, from what I've been noticing is like, None of these houses that are coming up that are like cheap are the houses that like I want and all the houses I do want are coming on the market, but they're just really, really expensive. We're talking like 1.3 mil for like a 1200 square foot house. Um, so, you know, there is, um, I wouldn't say there's like a shortage of houses that I like but the prices of these are a little bit inflated. And some of you might just be like, well, Junie, uh, I think you're just poor. <laughs> I, I just think you're looking in the wrong area. You just don't belong in this area. I love this area. And there was a time where I could have afforded it. Um, but with all this like housing craziness, uh, it's gotten a little crazy. Uh, what I'm hoping is some of the prices come back to reality. Um, you know, it, some of these houses got bought in 2022 for like 880k, and then they're trying to resell it right now for 1.3. Like I don't know what warrants that type of flip, but uh, yeah, I want a house here, and please, can I please have a house? Can I please have my waffle? Can I please have my waffle? And, you know, I'm just going to go on, on like a, uh, like a slight rant here because <laughs> I don't know who is buying the houses that are coming up that are, like, so beaten up. And it's, just, it's like, do you really want to take the risk in flipping that house right now? It's it just it's just crazy. I hope that you're buying to live in it because, you know, I'd rather just have the house go to someone that really wants it. But... It, you know, I look at the house, I'm just like, wow, there's so many things that need to happen to this house for it to be like, you know, at least a house that I want to live in. But, um, yeah, I mean, not everyone is going to have my same taste. But still, I mean, I wish I could show you the pictures of these houses because um, it, I'm just shocked. I, I look at these houses, I just think, yeah, this isn't going to sell for that price. And then it sells for that price. I'm just like, what the heck are you thinking? Like, <laughs> it makes me... It makes me feel okay that it, that I don't want the house and it gets taken. It's been a really long time since I've seen a house that I like, that I wanted and that I could afford and that like I lost on a bid. Um, I've only bidded on two houses now. Um, I withdrew from one because the inspection didn't look good. It, I had to like replace the roof. Or something, and I was just like, eh, you know, this this place isn't even in the location that I really want, and I, I just like I bowed out of that. And then the second one, um, I didn't even get beat. I decided to withdraw on that one too, just cause like um, I heard that I had to like. Well, I guess I did get quote beat because I heard that there was a higher offer from the realtor. She asked me if I wanted to offer more, and I was just like, you know, this house isn't that great, and so I didn't, I didn't budge. Um, 
So that's kind of like where I'm at on my like housing stuff. I have the cash still ready, like despite my brokerage account being down pretty big, um, like 36K, which is I think like 15 or 16%. We calculated it during the stream. I did some of the copium stuff that I like doing. I like comparing my profit loss percentage compared to SPY, which I should still be beating. Um, and I'm definitely beating QQQ. Um, despite getting into PayPal at such a horrible price. But, you know, it is what it is. And um, I'm just, you know, trying to really prove that, I don't know, I think everyone can get out of things um, if you know what you're doing uh, with calculated approaches. There's a chance that I never break even on any of my AMD or PayPal positions. But, like, nonetheless, I feel like it's just going to be a really cool experiment at the end of the year. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be a world where, you know, I reflect at the end of the year saying like, yeah, you know what, from now on, I'll have like a stop loss and, and no matter what, I'll respect the stop loss and I will sell the stock. But I could also imagine that biting me in the butt later. Like if I truly believe that the market will go up, then I shouldn't sell, right? Like, well, Junie, the fundamentals of this company have changed. It's no longer a growth company. They lack vision or it's this is overvalued or, you know, semiconductors aren't cool anymore. There's like so many things you could talk about PayPal and you could talk about AMD. But like, you know, it, at the end of the day, I've always said, I definitely mentioned in the last episode, it's like how you justify being in the position Um you know, I still see a lot of capitulation. I see a lot of people closing out their, you know, cash secure puts for losses. I see people um, not wanting to be assigned. I see people closing out their stocks for a loss. I hear friends saying like, you know what, I just couldn't look at my portfolio anymore. I just like went all cash and I'll just invest later. It's still happening. Uh, it's not stopping. Um, and, you know, it's personally, I'm still feeling okay i will absolutely like say when i'm not feeling okay on the stream like or not this well the stream too like if you genuinely ask i will definitely let you know but i'll absolutely say it here on the podcast um i've shared a lot of really personal stuff on the podcast too so like my feelings about my stocks is definitely not up there in terms of like emotional like depth Right, like if I feel scared about stocks, I'm just gonna say it. But um, I'm still comparing this to the 2018 uh, October flash crash. Um, this, I mean, I'm not gonna sound like I don't want to sound like a broken record. Just listen to the last episode about capitulation, and you'll know my comparison there between 2018 and right now. And further news, uh, I am uh, visiting my parents for I think like two and a half weeks. And there's a lot of, a lot to unpack there too. So my mom has been doing actually really, really good. Like, I mean like laughing, making jokes, and like calling me names, and uh, which is a good thing, right? Like I love it when my mom does that stuff. Um, but like in the last like three days, she's been having like severe panic attacks again and just been not feeling good. And uh, just got disclosed uh, earlier today that the reason why she's been having those is because she stopped her medication. 
and I totally know why it's right it's like my mom was feeling great she didn't feel like she needed to take her medication anymore and then it just gets into this loop and what is the difficult part because I always think that you know what's the big deal right like my mom forgot to take her medication and we know that if she takes it she will be calling me names again that sounds great sounds easy but it's like this recurring loop of this happening because this has happened many times before now um that uh yeah i just feel so bad for my stepdad like he he is going through it right now he just recently got diagnosed with diabetes he's been like calling me and i've been calling him and we've been like crying talking about like gotta eat healthy he's been saying like how could i get myself here and this is all it's so so crazy right like i started my health kick like in february this year where i was like 173 and you know i weighed myself today i weigh 150 like on the dot um and it's oh health is so important and if i it you know like Today, today we're not going to have an episode. Like health, health is important. Your friends are important. I'll, I'll explain a little bit more into like why I'm also recording so early uh, in the week and releasing it so early. But um, your health is super important. Um, oh, Junie, what does that have to do with finance? What does that have to do about finance? The market's going to be going down. Like I don't know. I don't know what else you want from anybody else on the, in the stock market world like <laughs> that that's just going to be the news that you all hear for 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 a while so look beyond the market and maybe <laughs> maybe there's something you, you can work on with health or something but here's a story that might help you get motivated my stepdad uh is i mean he is so scared of needles it's like a huge phobia of his to the point where like he refuses to get numb for like drilling on his teeth like if, he, if any of you know how bad it hurts when you get a drill on your teeth and it hits the nerve he would rather hit the nerve than get his uh, mouth numb because of the needle um and because of the needle too like he doesn't like the vaccine or like i mean you know I'm not gonna tell him how to live his life. He's my stepdad. He raised me, but like, I, for for all intents and purposes, I got my vaccine, so I don't, you know, I don't want to hear it. But um, my stepdad didn't get the vaccine the entire time, and uh, it was because of the needle thing. And he weighed a lot um, in the previous years, and like the last like three years, he's like shedded almost, I think, like 180 pounds. Um, and now he's like super skinny. Like I could put, I have really small hands and I could put my entire hand like around his ankle and I could like def, I could like wrap and almost like cinch my fingers around his wrists. Like it's super, super bad. Um, yeah, I mean... We just figured that out this year, and uh, man, it's like he's been taking care of my mom this entire time, and this, this has been going on for like, I think, four years. Obviously, it wasn't really bad in like the very first year of the four years, but this has been going on for like four years now, and um, yeah, he's just always been there for my mom. He, you know, my mom and him don't like get super along either, like they're 
They're not lovey-dovey all the time. They don't do all the things that they do together, which is maybe not a realistic thing, and I'm just, like, complaining because I don't know about marriage because I'm not married yet and because I'm super excited to, but I'm just not married yet, you know, whatever, whatever. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's my stepdad, the fact that he's just gotten diagnosed with diabetes, lost a lot of weight, looking unhealthy, and I visit him. and do it every time... Uh, like, they, my mom and him, like, get out of the house, uh, like, um, and open the door every time I come home. Like, they just know when I park. And then every time, dude, it's like my stepdad gets skinnier and skinnier. And then my mom, you know, the last few times I've been visiting, she's been just super, super, like, not her and super sick. Um, like, super depressed and, like, very pessimistic. And she would be like saying how you know raw or you know my stepdad is not um you know not taking care of her every single second of the day because like she's sick and you know why why can't he just be there like all the time and it's hard it's so hard explaining to someone that's like not feeling good you know, I'm not even. I'm not gonna hide it. That's bad. It's bad that I hide the stigma. It's, it's hard telling someone that's really depressed, um, why you can't always be there for them because that would be like you, um, like overextending yourself, almost like putting on you know that you know that airdrop mask in the airplane. Like you gotta put the airdrop mask or the air pressure mask on yourself first, right? Then you put the air mask on for the other person, or else then you just like both just die for no reason so yeah it's it's so it's such a tricky situation because i love my mom to death i love my stepdad and um man yeah and i mean we're Without even talking about work, just staying on the topic of health, my stepdad being diagnosed with diabetes and then having to put up with taking also care of my mom has been making me feel like I should move back home. But I know that if I move back home, I'm going to be super, super like, I'm going to be like, I don't know if I'd be depressed, but I'd be like sad that like I'm not close to my friends here. Like, it would make my job stuff kind of weird where, you know, it, it it would just mean that I would always have to work fully remote and that, like, I would be alienated basically from any job that, like, requires me to go into office in SoCal, which there's, like, a lot of opportunities for there. Um, my girlfriend is also here, and it's, it's just, like, a whole lot. Like, but a part of me does feel like I should move back home, but then also convincing them to move down to where I am has been really challenging. Man, I feel like I'm just like listing like all my problems. <laughs> and you guys are just like listening for for the finance podcast. Like my bad. Um I haven't done one of these in a while. Uh and I just feel like I I had I kinda just unloaded there. Like my bad. Um positive news because I always like any with positive news. Um, work has been really, really challenging. Like, 
especially challenging, and I could kind of talk about it later. It's we're kind of going through like this really exciting process that I cannot speak about yet, but it it has been mentally and emotionally draining to me. Uh, but I know it's worth it, and that it, that I think that says a lot because I always talk about work life balance, but this seems really worth it. But I'll I'll disclose that when I can later. Um, and then, yeah, it's just funny because my left eye has also been twitching because these last three nights I've been going to sleep at like 3 a.m. Not to say like I'm stressed or anything though because I, I have this bad habit now where I drink like two Diet Cokes at like midnight and I think that's what's messing me up. I think I'm getting more and more sensitive to caffeine where before that wouldn't be a problem for me to sleep. So tonight I actually did not drink any Diet Coke past 9 p.m. So I think I'll be able to sleep better. Um, and another positive thing, I mean, the reason why I'm, um, recording this early is because I'm actually going to, uh, my friend's bachelor party, so that's cool. We're gonna have fun in Vegas and, you know, spend a, spend a long weekend, um, just relaxing. I know I could definitely use it, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, getting a chance to relax with, uh, the boys, as they say, and then getting a chance to go home seems seems cool you know i'm also excited to go home too because actually and here's another positive thing it, it, it's like a super positive thing it's one of my friends from high school that i got um that i fell out of touch with um during high school not after because we were super close in middle school and we were super close in the beginning of high school, but we had like a really big falling out, uh, which is a story for, you know, some other episode, and definitely not tonight, but, um, oh, happy Friday the 13th, by the way, it's 12, 19 a.m., um, but yeah, we had a huge falling out in high school, and I haven't talked to him since. I mean, we, some, some of my favorite memories with him um, include like going to Jack in the Box. I would get the uh, sourdough Jack combo large meal with the Oreo shake. I still remember those times. Oh my god, those are so good. Uh, he would get the ultimate bacon cheeseburger, uh, a combo meal large, and then we'd go to like a liquor store. Not for liquor, but we'd buy soda, and then we would go. Ha we would have a basketball with us, and we would just shoot shoot basketball for like I don't know two hours and then go and then I'll get picked up and go home like that's how wholesome it was back then and we we didn't have smartphones necessarily back then um or they, they just weren't as popular like you wouldn't you it wasn't a thing to just like scroll on your phone for like seven hours a day like that that just wasn't a thing um but yeah some some stuff happened during high school that caused us to have a falling out and then, uh, like, a month ago, I get a text, and it says, hey, um, this is, uh, you know, we'll just call him Brandon, okay? We'll just call him Brandon. He's like, hey, this is Brandon. Uh, I don't know if you remember me, but um, was just thinking about you and hope we can hang out, and, you know, I'm back at, you know, at the hometown, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it was just funny because I knew who he was the entire time because I still have his number saved in my phone. And I remember looking at the text and I was like, no way, is this real? 
is this is this really him like what the heck and so you know i immediately texted back i didn't even like like sit on it or anything i immediately texted back and i was like dude right now i'm in socal but i'm actually visiting my parents soon uh and let's get let's get breakfast let's get lunch another time let's get dinner the next day or something i'm really excited to talk to you and um you know i just you know this this thing that's you know kind of nagging at me right now is like i really hope he has only good news to share then like he's not like reaching out to me because something crazy has happened but maybe that's like the k-drama side in me you know the k-dramas uh k-dramas pick you <laughs> you don't pick the k-dramas um but yeah so very excited to meet with him um and this time actually here's another positive right because I, I could be sad about family and I could do that and I have a lot of really cool friends to be able to vent this to. Sometimes I forget to vent, but I think talking about it today on today's podcast kinda let me know that I gotta I gotta vent this to someone in my personal circle. So I'll do that. But um thank you for hearing it out first, even though you can't reach out and talk back. <laughs> um Oh yeah, but anyway, the next positive thing. So um I usually don't do jujitsu when I'm back at home, like, because there just isn't one, but holy moly, like, dude, Monterey Bay has so many, like, jiu-jitsu places now, like, jiu-jitsu is really getting popular, um, like, popular enough to be in Monterey, like, that is super sweet, so I am uh, super excited, I'm going to check out uh, a gym in Monterey Bay, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, I can do like some sort of drop-in price. I don't want to like pay for an entire month for only two weeks, but I'll pay for a month if I have to. Hopefully, there's no initiation fee. Like, please, just let me, let me roll with you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's that. I'm pretty excited to see my aunt. Uh, excited to see my grandma. My grandma's super old, super. I you know is old age considered sick like my grandma can't talk she can't walk she can't really care for herself but you know my aunt's her primary caregiver i always love talking to my aunt because dude my aunt is like the nicest nicest person like i think on this planet um she has no kids but i'm pretty sure she sees me as her like her pseudo son and it, you know if my mom did pass away i'm pretty sure she would fill in for the mom duties because yeah she has always been there for me um yeah, I mean, also a lot of things that have been helping me cope with this red market is just understanding, like, how grateful I am for a lot of things that are still happening to me for this day. Uh, but let's be real, like, I feel like I've always just been, like, grateful. I think I've said that, like, a million, million times on the podcast. So for those that might be listening to this as, like, a first episode, that's, like, this is a really weird episode to start on because we're actually not talking about finance, like, at all. Um, and I just like kind of vented about my parents and stuff, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's like a common theme, uh, for, for just like the podcast and just what, like what I talk about, um, what my pinned tweet on Twitter is, um, you know what? I will close today's episode by reading my pinned tweet on Twitter. 
And uh, I will just go ahead and see everybody next week uh, following the outro. So my pinned tweet is here. This was July 3rd, uh, 2020. Uh, this was January, February, March, April, May, June, July. This was almost like two years ago. Um, I got an email from someone uh, in my email. Uh, duh. <laughs> and it reads, um, Hey, Junie. Uh, it's blank. Just wanted to thank you. You've changed my life in a way you wouldn't even understand. Past couple years have been some dark times, and Theta Gang has helped tremendously just by being part of something so positive. I appreciate every comment and second you put into it. I wish you peace, love, and positivity. Thank you. I then retweeted that, right? Like, this was a, this was one of, like, the booming times of my um, Twitter career. I mean, you know, when the market stabilizes, I'll be loud again. But right now, I'm really giving, like, respect to those that, like, are really feeling it. Like, I don't want to be triggering to those that are, like, super, super down and, like, you know, the market's bad. There's always bad news and, you know, there's all this negative news. I try not to do triggering things during those times. I like triggering people during bullish times. Those are That's much more fun. Um, so it was it was a big deal when I retweeted something during that time because it, it really meant that, like, I really wanted that to be part of, like, you know, what I kind of stood for. So I retweeted it and I put in response to this message, I'll never share or retweet profit gains that my patrons share with me, but these are different gains. You should always feel like you belong somewhere no matter what stage in life. You are never alone, though sometimes it feels like it. I get sad often, but I'm grateful, always. This has probably been the most common theme of just everything that I've ever said on the podcast because this tweet is actually, um, like I think, like six months into the podcast, possibly. Um, and it still stays true. I find myself getting sad just from, you know, News about my mama, news about my stepdad. Uh, you know, sometimes I get sad, you know. Um, I, I guess, honestly, maybe I've mentioned that before too. But, you know, it, it is a majority of just like my mom and now my stepdad. Uh, otherwise, you know, my life would, you know, there's. I guess there's a real big reason why I feel so happy um, when my mom is feeling good because like I have literally nothing else to complain about like yeah sure some days are really bad at work some days I just don't feel that um, I don't feel like satisfied with like you know the friendships that I have or something not satisfied with my friendships but sometimes I feel alone but you know that's like normal. Like everyone, everyone feels that. Like I'm pretty sure. So it's like it's. I think it's normal to be said often. But I always find a way to be grateful, and I have to say that it has to probably be um, one of the best tips I could give you right now is if you're if you need something to distract yourself from the market, you know you really gotta just take a step back from your terminal and just like count all the things that you're grateful for. And if those things that you're grateful for include activities that you can do 
then do those activities. Like, why are you paying attention to the market when you said you're going to be invested for the rest of your life? Why are you paying attention to the market when you like those tweets that uh, say that the market always goes up? So, you know, just like take a step back, look at, you know, what you what you really value in life and not saying like, you know, don't just, <laughs> don't, don't just, uh, off the hip, just sell everything right now and say, you know what, Junie? Yeah, you're right. Money, money doesn't matter. Money does matter. <laughs> money, uh, makes your life a lot easier. Like I wish it wasn't that way, but it does. So it, it does matter at, in, in some, in some aspect. Um, but there are alternatives to how you approach the red market. I think some of my own alternatives have been just doing some of my other hobbies or you know coding on theta gang like doing some sort of passion project um because there's so many things that you can do that don't involve looking at a line that's red that goes down like that it just that's just silly so uh i wish everyone a good uh weekend um and i will see everybody on the tuesday live stream at 7 30 p.m pacific time at twitch.tv slash real theta gang you can follow me on Twitter at Real Theta Gang. Um, and yeah, Theta Gang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks and signing up with the Theta Gang referral code is a huge help. Let me go ahead and get the list of patrons here. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Pocket Change, Avrilian, Mike D, Slow Motion, Jay Z, and Symmetrix, uh, Past Your Bedtime, Empty Cans, Mods, Norco, Royal, Mitch Brady 7, Upstream Puddle, uh, GJ Wilson, BJ Kim, Statistic Random, Steven Shares, Mr. Integrity, Drevy, Island Bell, DJ Mac 86, Nav, Vlad TC, Momman 86, M. Hayden, Little Little, Mr. Sneezy, Madam Dun Dum, Grandpa Lane 5, Wheel, Justin Fancy, Wolf Master XC, McFly Seneca. <gasps> Mimimit, Chicken Dinner, Ivan Yurkinov, Arfman, Lord Scott, Torrelly, Reservist, Jester, Kaput, Restier, Shifty, AG, Theta Ray, ULXV, Elfinko, 4RT, Kamek, Money RL, and Ensis88. Um, oh, yeah. And for those that, um, I, I mentioned it before, but there was like a handful of people that asked, like, uh, like, where did you go? Like, are you okay? The last time I missed an episode, because I went to Coachella and I bravely thought that I could just record when I came back. That was a big mistake, and I could not record when I came back. Uh, so that's why I'm recording now because I'm, I have to actually c come back from Vegas, and then just drive straight to my parents. So that's a four, four hour, or that's a, is that four hours? Pretty sure it's a four hour drive. It's a four hour drive back, uh, to here, and then I gotta drive six hours to Monterey. Like Jesus, <laughs> so. I would possibly think I record before I leave to Monterey, but I feel like right when I get back to Vegas, I'm just gonna, you know, just take a quick shower, drink a cop, like drink a coffee, and just go to go home. Um, yeah. So the next few times you'll be um, hearing from me, I will not be, um, I will not be in my normal place. Oh, also, I'm I'm doing something new. I think I'm heavily considering just like not taking my. Um, like my desktop computer. I'm just gonna have my laptop computer. I think that way I'll find useful hacks and just making my productivity on the laptop a little bit better. That's like a challenge I'm setting up for myself. Cause like a lot of my like luggage I do end up carrying down to home or up to home is just my computer stuff, which takes a lot of room and is just annoying to, to carry. So we'll see. Anyway, I will see everybody later. Thank you.